Hi, friend. Welcome to Holly's Highlights, a podcast designed to encourage, inspire, and equip you to intentionally live your life full of purpose. I'm your host, Holly Kirby, motivational speaker, leadership cultivator, marketing strategist, and personal cheerleader. Let's check out today's highlight. Hey friends, I'm so grateful to be here today. I have been having so many technology issues. My computer, I just want to throw it out the window. I don't know if you ever feel like that with your technology, but this has definitely been one of those weeks, probably one of those months with my technology. Now at the same time, technology is horrible. I also understand it is oh so good. Just about a week, maybe even two weeks ago, I was so blessed to be able to uh, be invited into a space with women to grow and connect and fellowship and pray. And I really enjoyed that time together and and realized that was due to technology. So there are the the bittersweet parts of it also. (laughs) As I was joining those women and um, just, again, just having such a, a wonderful time in their fellowship, I reflected back on uh, many years ago, back in about 2009, when a lady from Women of Faith came out to meet with me at the church that I was then attending. And I remember her sitting with me and and she was going through just making sure we were going to continue to uh, go on these Women of Faith trips that I was taking our, our church ladies on. We had so much fun traveling out of state and going to these conferences. They were great. But then she also asked how she could pray for me. Now, I I truly appreciate when people genuinely ask how I can pray for you, but what really threw me off when this lady asked it was my response, because it wasn't so much her asking it, it was that I was sharing with her a prayer request that I hadn't shared with anyone. And so I I did, I I shared with her my heart of just um, being felt called to women's ministry. Now, this freaked me out for so many reasons, one being, how could I relate? How could I relate with so many of the, the heartaches of women when I felt like to put it in lack of better terms, that I was raised in a Pollyanna world. I had two godly Christian parents who loved the Lord and were faithful to each other. They celebrated their 51 wedding anniversary. That That's awesome and so rare these days. And even just my upbringing and, and feeling safe and secure and wanted and like I belonged in our family and, and just in life, I'm so grateful for how my parents raised me and, and the privilege that I had of being raised with my sister and my brother and how close we were and continue to be. So I just I just didn't feel like I was uh, the right one to to be called to this ministry. And then second of all is it was totally unknown to me. I, I was so used to serving alongside my husband as a deaconess and serving alongside my mom cooking in the kitchen and then also uh, serving in the different areas where my then at the time, I only had one child. So where she was involved, so vacation Bible school and helping out in the nursery as needed. And then also serving alongside my sister as she was our church secretary and needed more of a flex schedule as her kids were getting older. So I even served as church secretary for a bit and helped my dad, who was a senior pastor in that avenue. Uh, but my main focus was really drama and youth. I was the youth director for over 10 years. I did drama directing and did dinner theaters and writing Christmas cantatas and uh, Easter cantatas and all that. I 
I loved that youth and drama component. So again, women's ministry was just so foreign to me. But as that next year, my dad retired, and as it's customary to do for a pastor's family to leave the church out of respect for the new pastor and his family coming in, we found ourselves for the first time church searching, and that's what we were looking for was a women's ministry area where I could get plugged in, as, as well as, of course, children's programs that were going to be great for our kids, but just continue to have that that pulling on my heart that you're to be involved in women's ministry. So that's what we were looking for. Now, about this time, I was doing a Bible study that was by Beth Moore. I believe it was her first Samuel Bible study. And in there, she said something that really stuck with me, and, and I have actually wrote it out into my Bible. It says, God always works to prepare us to serve Him, but rarely He prepares us in ways we expect. God always works to prepare us to serve Him, but rarely He prepares us in ways we would expect. Sure enough, shortly after hearing that, my world would shatter and my path would take a change from what I thought and what I had planned. I suddenly found myself unwantingly divorced. I was a single mom of two young children, a son who was about a year old, a daughter who was just four, and I was needing to re-enter their workforce. I had been working from home to be able to care for my kids and now needed to be able to, to get back out there. I was raised putting together food pantries with my family in our church and serving at food pantries here even locally with my dad. He and I would do that together as well as I would take my youth group. But now all of a sudden, I was finding myself needing to go and find assistance from these food pantries. There were suddenly so many ways that I began to relate with women and the challenges that women can face. Suddenly, I found myself on this path that was so foreign to me. And often, I'd begin to question What is my purpose in the midst of all of this? Perhaps you can relate. Your path hasn't gone as planned. You're a single woman, a single dad, a single mom. You haven't been able to have children, or perhaps a child has gone astray. You've lost a loved one. You find yourself jobless or in a job where you just didn't plan on being. Or perhaps your path has gone just as you'd expect up till now, but now it's just kind of changing. You've recently become an empty nester or retired and just trying to figure out where your new boundaries are and what you should allow people to to take part in of your time. Either way, we can sometimes question that purpose of our path. Well, there are a few examples from the Bible that we can take a look at today. First of all, is the first one is found in Luke chapter 1, verse 30 through 35. And it's referring to Mary when she's learning that she is going to have a child. Can you imagine the, the fears that she must have faced? The isolation of now having to be away from people that judgment or, or whatever they might cast upon her. What will people think? Will she be rejected by Joseph? Will, will he understand all of this? So many questions had to just feel her mind. Or second example is in Genesis chapter 22, verse 2 through 19, we look at Abraham. And Abraham had prayed for a child and then been given his son Isaac after so many years. And now he's asked to take his son up and sacrifice him. That, that promise that God said he would bless him with this child, and now he has to sacrifice it? Have you ever had to sacrifice something you felt was your blessing from God? 
it just sometimes doesn't make sense to us so much that I'm sure Abraham just didn't understand. And then there's Esther, the whole story of Esther. Look up the whole book. <laughs> Her parents passed, and, and then she's having to leave that comfort zone in to go live with her uncle and then be taken from her uncle to wed King Xerxes and, and live among many women, then put in a spot to where she had to choose either self-preservation of of trying to stay alive herself when she finds out her people are going to be killed? What if they find out she is one as well? Or risking her life to save others because now she knows what's taking place. And yet those courageous steps that she takes, speaking up, sometimes it's so hard for us to speak up in situations. We don't know what the outcome is going to be. It's uncomfortable. It's out of our our comfort zone. And We just need to be able to go into that new territory just as Mary and Abraham and Esther did as they were faithful. All of these we look at and we see their purpose of their path, but they weren't so privileged to know how the story was going to end. Well, what if you knew your story would have a happily ever after ending? Because you do. In God's word, he tells us that in the end, God wins. And and there's several three things. We're going to look at three things that he reminds us of that go with that. One being Jeremiah 29, 11. God's got good for us. He tells us, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. God's got good for you. My dad used to always share and still does, don't forget in the dark what God has shown you in the light. Second thing that we're reminded of on this path here of our plan B can still be God's plan A because God's plans can't be thwarted. We're, We're reminded that in Job, his plans can't be thwarted. So nothing of what you're going through or decisions you're having to make, nothing is a surprise to God. Our plan B can still be God's plan A. And third, God's got us. Philippians 4.13 reminds us that I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Is he calling you to a ministry you don't feel equipped or unsure how you're going to fit it into your schedule? He's got you. Are you tired and weary from the load? Oh, how he's got you. Are you battling loneliness and solitude, depression? He's got you. Are you suffering heartache and tough decisions that you're having to make or a loss that you're still experiencing? My friend, he's got you. Are you standing all alone in your faith, whether it be at home or at work? He's got you. No matter the odds, if if God wants you to have it or do it, if he wants to use it to reach others for him, he'll provide for it. He'll give it to you. He'll have purpose in it because he's got you. So even now, as as we find ourselves in this technology world, especially thanks to COVID, COVID has also brought so many altered paths. The unexpected early retirement, the solitude of working from home, or, or maybe the overwhelmed environment of working from home, the distance to worship or deprivation of that in-person fellowship the financial challenges or emotional or mental tolls, whatever the path 
is that you're currently finding yourself on, there is purpose in your path. For me, all of these years later, God has used my shattered pieces to fulfill what he was calling me to. On my redirected path, I've been able to sit down and, and share with a with an atheist friend of mine as he asked me point blank, tell me about your faith. I've had moms of my children's school friends in my home where I was able to share the entire plan of salvation as a result of them seeing my life play out over these past years. I've been put in a place where I was able to just hold a woman and pray over her as we waited for her husband as she was miscarrying right then and there. None of these ministry opportunities would I have had if my plan A was still in place. It doesn't make it any easier, but my friend, he has purpose in the path. I look back and and God called me to women's ministry in 2009, but he spent the next eight years equipping me through a challenging path so that he could be glorified. He had to break me so that he could fully use me. But I'm reminded in Genesis 50, verse 20, what Satan meant for harm, God can use for our good and for his glory. He had and he has purpose in the path. Now, back when I directed youth, I would always conclude each of our morning talks together with a challenge. And I would always tell them, your challenge of the week. And they would do a, a little sound effect back to me of dun, 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 dun. And it was basically just a connect. Let's connect the story and carry it about throughout our week and how we can put it into more of an action item. So I would like to do the same for you today. I would give you a challenge, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> and I would I would ask you to at some point, throughout this week, as you are going about on your path to look for a rock. Now, this might be a rock that you see on the side as you're getting ready to enter in a grocery store, or it might be a rock sitting on the ground as you are waiting in the line for the carpool to pick up your kids, whatever it might be. But look for a rock and then write the word purpose on it. And I'd ask you to set that in a prominent place where you'll see it throughout your day. And each time you see it, I would hope it reminds you that whatever your path looks like, wherever your path is led, wherever your path is leading, trust that God has purpose in your path. May you enjoy the journey, my friend, and it be a good day for a good day. Thank you for joining me on this journey of life. I hope that today's highlight has been encouraging, inspiring, and equipping so you can go out and live your life full of purpose. I'd be honored if you'd take a moment to leave a review, or better yet, subscribe. We can also stay in touch by joining my email list at hollykirby.com. That's H-O-L-L-Y-C-U-R-B-Y.com. Until next time, make it a great day for a great day.